Flying is great, as long as you have a great landing. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, the show that makes sure you can take off with a good story every day. I'm Brady. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. Today in 1970, the saga of the Cornfield Bomber, an Air Force craft that landed without a pilot. And no, it wasn't on autopilot at the time. It just sort of found its way to the ground. This was, as you might expect, not what was supposed to happen. Four pilots took off from Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana. They were taking part in a mock dogfight, two pilots training against two other pilots. One of the planes deployed its drag chute on the ramp, so that pilot withdrew. It became a two-against-one session. One of the two was Captain Gary Faust, who was pursuing Major Tom Curtis around 38,000 feet in the air. Curtis had climbed to get Faust and the other pilot, Major Jim Lowe, to follow him. Then he did something called a high-G rudder reversal. He moved his plane in a way that would reduce its airspeed. That would make the two planes chasing him shoot right past. Faust saw what Curtis was up to and tried to stay with him, but his plane started to stall. And while he tried all of the tricks of the trade to get it back online, the craft didn't respond. It went into a flat spin, heading down with no way to get it back under control. Faust had to eject. He would later be rescued by snowmobilers. But all those recovery procedures he had tried beforehand seemed to put the plane back on track. Instead of continuing its flat spin, it made a slow, smooth descent. Major Lowe reportedly cracked Faust over the radio, quote, Gary, you better get back into that thing. Even if someone could have taken the controls, they couldn't have done much better than the plane did completely on its own. It landed near the end of an alfalfa field, dodging both a road and a rock pile. Its landing gear was up, so it did have some damage on the underside, but that was repairable. The so-called cornfield bomber even returned to active service, though from then on, pilots did all of its landing. You can learn more about the plane and the way it landed at CoolWeirdAwesome.com and on Twitter at CoolWeirdPod. And coming up, we get six more weeks of winter, or we don't. We'll find out. Cool Weird Awesome is listener-powered thanks to our backers on Patreon. For just a dollar a month, you'll get loads of extras, including more episodes of the show, previews of upcoming episodes, and the chance to add their own messages to the show. Backing us would be cool. Backing us would be awesome. Backing us will never be weird. Visit patreon.com slash Brady Carlson. And thanks. Welcome back. Groundhog Day is the day when people put aside our high-tech weather equipment and turn to wildlife to get our extended forecast. But for a while, people tried a high-tech way of communicating with the groundhogs. Weird Universe posted about a time in 1947 that people in Quarryville, Pennsylvania, known as the Hibernating Groundhog Lodge, built a contraption which they called Ultra Secret. Its goal, contacting not just one groundhog about the winter weather, but 10,672 registered groundhogs. I'm Brady, but how did they get the groundhogs to register? Thanks for listening and come back again tomorrow for more Cool Weird Awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.